Section 30 of the Underground Railroad, Part 4. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jennifer Dore. The Underground Railroad, Part 4, by William Still. Section 30. Arrival from Norfolk. Mary Milburn, alias Louisa F. Jones. Escaped in male attire. Neither in personal appearance, manners, nor language were any traces of the peculiar institution visible in Mary Milburn. On the contrary, she represented a young lady with a passable education and very refined in her deportment. She had eaten the white bread of slavery under the Mrs. Chapman, and they had been singularly kind to her, taking special pains with her in regard to the company she should keep a point important to young girls so liable to exposure as were the unprotected young females of the South. She being naturally of a happy disposition, obliging, competent, there was but little room for any jars in the household, so far as Mary was concerned. Notwithstanding all this, she was not satisfied. Slavery, in its most dreaded aspect, was all around her, continually causing the heart to bleed and eyes to weep of both young and old. The auction block and slave pen were daily in view. Young girls as promising as herself, she well knew, had to be exposed, examined, and sold to the vilest slaveholders living. With her knowledge of the practical wickedness of the system, how could she be satisfied? It was impossible. She determined to escape. She could be accommodated, but with no favored mode of travel. No flowery beds of ease could be provided in her case any more than in the case of others. Mary took the Underground Railroad enterprise into consideration. The opportunity of a passage on a steamer was before her to accept or refuse. The spirit of freedom dictated that she should accept the offer and leave by the first boat. Admonished that she could reach the boat and also travel more safely in male attire, she at once said, Any way so I succeed. It is not to be supposed for a moment that the effort could be made without encountering a great fight of affliction. When the hour arrived for the boat to start, Mary was nicely secreted in a box, place, where she was not discovered when the officers made their usual search. On arriving in Philadelphia, she mingled her rejoicings with the committee in testifying to the great advantage of the Underground Railroad and to the carefulness of its agents in guarding against accidents. After remaining a short time in Philadelphia, she made choice of Boston as her future residence, and with a letter of introduction to William Lloyd Garrison, she proceeded thitherward. How she was received, and what she thought of the place and people, may be gleaned from this letter, written by herself. Boston, May fifteenth, 1858. Dear friend, I have selected this opportunity to write you a few lines, hoping they may find you and yours enjoying health and happiness. I arrived here on Thursday last, and had a letter of introduction given to me by one of the gentlemen at the anti-slavery office in new york to mr garrison in boston i found him and his lady both to be very clever i stopped with them the first day of my arrival here since that time i have been living with mrs hilliard i have met with so many of my acquaintances here that i almost imagine myself to be in the old country i have not been to canada yet as you expected i had the pleasure of seeing the letter that you wrote to them on the subject I suffered much on the road, with headache. But since that time, I have no reason to complain. Please do not forget to send the daguerreotypes in the champagne basket with Dr. Lundy's. 
Mr. Leslie said he will send them by express. Tell Julia Kelly that through mistake I took one of her pocket handkerchiefs that was laying on the table, but I shall keep it in remembrance of the owner. I must bring my letter to a close, as I have nothing more to say, and believe me to be your faithful friend, Louisa P. Jones. P.S. Remember me to each and every member of your family and all inquiring friends. Being of an industrious turn, she found a situation immediately, and from that day to present she has sustained an excellent character in every respect, and as a fashionable dressmaker does a good business. End of section 30